But if you got your, your sword with you this morning, I hope it's good and sharp. I know it is. Turn to Psalms 34 is where the Lord's going to lead us this morning. He gave us a thought this week, and I hope that we can bring it to you the way he's given it to us. <clears throat> you find your place, let's stand for the reading of God's word this morning. Psalms 34, we'll break in at the first verse. The scripture talks right here starts off wonderful. And it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be what? That means that we ought to be verbal this morning. And we can all say amen. So I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. I don't know if you know what magnify means. It means to increase, to, to be intense, be, to be extreme, and to raise the volume. You wonder why I'm so loud all the time. I believe in magnifying the Lord, amen. I get a little loud when it comes to the Lord. Oh, magnify the Lord and let us exalt him, his name together. I sought the Lord and he what? And he did what? From all of my fears. I'm glad he's delivered me from all of my fears. <laughs> they looked unto him and were lightened, and their face were not ashamed. I'm glad those that have been in the glory of God are not ashamed. Praise the Lord. This poor man cried, and the Lord didn't shut up his bowels of compassion, didn't stick his fingers in his ears, didn't turn away, but the Bible says he heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. The angel of the Lord encampeth, and I believe that's what they're doing this morning, encampeth around about them that fear him and delivereth them. There's deliverance this morning for you that are here. If you got something going on in your life, the Lord can deliver you from it today, no matter what it is. Here's where we got our message from this morning. Listen to the scripture here in verse 8. Oh, taste and see <laughs> that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord. Brother Aaron, ask the blessing on the message. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. You can be seated. 
Here we see in this chapter, David is praising God and exhorting him. He said, his praise will continually be in my mouth. And I think as children of God, his praise needs to be continually in our mouth. Whether we're on the job or whether we're at the house or whether we're at the store or whatever's going on. I believe the Lord's praise should be upon our lips and in our mouth. You know, we need to be happy in these days. I know it's troubled times. I know things are going on. I know our country's in a mess. I know all this is, is happening all at one time. But his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I'm glad he's all I've got and he's all I need. I love uh, what uh, Brother Ralph, he's got a saying. He said, all we've got is the Lord and each other. And that's the truth this morning. That's all we've got this morning is the Lord. So we need to praise him. Why? Because God is so good. He's so good to you and I. He's helped us. He's blessed us. He's brought us through. If we were laying in the hospital right now and all we could do is wiggle our eyes, we could still say God's been good. Amen. Through it all. If we were sitting out on the street and didn't have a house to live in, we could still say God has been good. I don't care what's going on in your life, in your family's life, in your children's life. God has been good. Amen. Through it all. Through it all, God's been good. Some of you have been through some tragedy this week. Some of you have suffered heartaches this week. Some of you have been sick this week. Things have happened in your life that you can't explain this week. But through it all, God's been good. Why? Because he loves us. He said, I'll make a way where there is no way. He'll provide for us when we don't even know where it's going to come from. God will provide. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. There's something about putting the Lord first in your life that will bless your life he'll bless your life if you'll put him first but I got to thinking about this scripture this week and, and me and the Lord had spent some time in my office and, and he began to reveal this to me and I got to thinking about it and the Lord just, uh, the title of the message just jumped right off the page there in verse 8 when he said I want to preach a message on oh taste and see that the Lord is good <laughs> taste and see that the Lord is good I don't know about you but I love to eat I love to eat come on now I like to eat three meals a day and one in between every one of them and when those is over with just before I go to bed I might eat again <laughs> that's why a lot of, all this weight I put on that's why it happens like that I can't help I'll need to push back some but I love to eat I love to eat good food I remember when we were dating, one of the things I asked Ravonda, I said, can you fry potatoes? She said, I sure can. I thought this is going to work out good. I love fried potatoes. I love to eat. And there's something about when you sit down with good food and you're hungry and you sit down with that and you begin to eat, your taste buds come alive and you begin to experience the taste of that food and how good it is and it begins to register in your thought memory and your patterns there that you really like what you're eating. But I got to thinking about one time, about February the 1st, 1981, I was starved to death, I was lost without God, and I was hungry, homeless out into the world. 
and I needed to be fed of God. And I'm glad that the master provider come by one day and saw me hungry and saw me a thirst and told me, said, Gary, I've got a storehouse full of blessings that I want to feed you with this morning. If you'll just ask me to come in, I'll feed you a meal you ain't never ate before. Now I'm glad that morning I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. And I tasted and saw that the Lord was good. And he's been good ever since. <laughs> he's been good ever since. I can sit down and eat of this word and I begin to feed my soul and it feeds me deep inside. I can sit down and watch a television and watch a program and get nothing out of it. But I can go and open up this word of God and read two verses out of it and I'll feel fuller than I've ever felt in my life. If you'll get alone with God and pray with God and seek him with your whole heart, I'll tell you he'll speak to you out of his word. He'll feed you that spiritual food that you need. As a new Christian, as a newborn again Christian, I got on the milk. I love good milk. I like good whole milk. I don't like that old watered down skim milk stuff. If you like that, that's all for you. But give me the whole milk. I want everything I can get. I want all the nutrients I can get out of it. It's just like God's holy word. I want to know the deep things of God. I want to get in the scriptures and I want to dig it out of there. Find out what God says about it. When he said magnify, I looked it up. I wanted to see what it meant to magnify the Lord. It means to get loud. Is what magnified means. You need to magnify the Lord in your life. Don't be so quiet. God's done so much for you. It's the least that you can do is lift up your voice and say for me and my house we're going to serve the Lord. Amen. I get a little loud sometimes. Why? Because I like to magnify the Lord. Well, is it really that good? It's that good this morning. It's that good to serve God. It's that good to serve God. Number one, the Bible says we need to thirst after the Lord. We need to thirst after Him. Over in Isaiah 41, verse 17, the Bible says, When the poor and the needy seek water, and there is none, and their tongue felleth for thirst, I, the Lord, will hear them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. He will not forsake you when you're thirsty. He'll provide for you over in Psalm 63, verse 1. The Bible says, O God, they are my God. He is my God. Early will I seek him. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee. In the dry land, in the thirsty land, where there's not much water, Lord, I thirst for you. Lord, I need my thirst quenched by your word. Lord, I need you this morning. Did you come thirsty this morning? Boy, I did. I came thirsty this morning. And I love when God can quench that thirst. And he said in Isaiah 44, verse 3, he said, For I will pour water upon him that is thirsty. Talking about spiritually, he will pour that water, that spiritual water up on you. And floods upon dry ground, I will pour my spirit upon thy seed and my blessings upon thy 
offspring. You saw it happen right here in this pulpit today. I'm glad that Brother Chad, I knowed him before he ever met his wife. And he got right with God and God brought him a woman. And God gave him a good woman. And then he didn't stop there. He's blessed his offspring. Amen. He's blessed his children. And he'll bless their children and their companions. And as long as time tarries, God will bless through his obedience. I believe God works that way. I believe he works that way. If you'll be obedient to God, thirsty for God, God will bless your life. In John 4, 14, he says, But whosoever drinketh of water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Why do you act like you act? Because there's a well bubbling within me. Some of you may have a stagnated well, but I don't. Mine's bubbling and churning all the time. Are you like this all the time? No, I ain't like this all the time, but I try to be. I try to let the Lord stir it up in me. Sometimes I have hard times. Sometimes I have bad times. But his praise is continually in my mouth. I want to magnify the Lord. How about you this morning? Let him stir that up within you, that, that he's put within you. Proverbs 25, 25. He says, as cold water, it's <laughs> still a thirsty soul. So is good news from a far country. As cold water is to a thirsty soul. I think I'll take some. Mm. So is good news from a far country. The Bible says, I've got a, I've got a bottle here. Ain't never been opened. It says purified water. But I'll tell you, there ain't nothing purified like the Lord. But I'm going to tell you, this is purified this morning. And it's good. It's so good, if you'll listen, I just broke the seal on that. And the Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Here, brothers. Taste. Just take you a taste there. And see how good the Lord is. Ain't that just like the Lord? He's good this morning. All we got to do is just get a little taste of it. No, it's good. I'd come and give me a taste this morning. Why? Because the Lord is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. The problem today is people don't want taste of the Lord. They want a taste of the world, but they don't want a taste of God. I'd be running to some place where they's preaching the word of God. Get under the preach word of God and say, let me have a taste of that. Give me some of that good stuff. God will bless your life for that if you'll do it. Taste and see that the Lord is good. He'll bless your life if you'll seek him with your whole heart. Are you thirsty this morning? You need to be thirsty for the Lord. Number two. You need to be hungry. Hungry. I didn't just get a taste, but I got a hunger. I got a hunger to follow the Lord and do his will and seek his will, looking for whatever he wants in my life. You know, God called me as a young man to preach his gospel, and it scared me to death. And I, I remember the first time preaching how scared I was. And I began to run after that, and I was thinking, I can't do this. There's no way I can be like them men. I don't think I can commit my whole life to preaching the gospel. I don't know if I can be that kind of man. And I'd run, and I'd say, 
saying, I can, I can, I can. Then finally somewhere the Lord cornered me up. He said, I know you can't, but I can. I had to realize I couldn't do it no how. But you know what I was? I was hungry. (laughs) I was hungry for the will of God for my life. And God got me into that place, got me down in that corner, and he he showed me what he could do. And I said, Lord, whatever you want, I'll do it for you. I may not be that good at it, but Lord, I'm hungry. And I'll do the best I can. And I know nobody can do what I can do. I'll be the best for you that I can be, Lord. Lord, send me and use me if it'll be your will. And God's done that. And God will do that for you if you'll get hungry. Over in Matthew 5 and 6, the Bible says, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. He said, For they shall be filled. If you'll hunger and thirst after the word of God, he's promised in his word he'll fill you. Did you know there's no secrets that will be kept from you in this word? God wants to reveal his word to you. Now, I'm going to tell you one thing. Yes, God does speak to the man of God, the pastor, in ways that he may not speak to other people. But he's just giving him some insight for them. But there's nothing that he won't give you that he won't give me. There's nothing he won't give me he won't give you. If you'll get in here and hunger and thirst after his word. We all have different callings in our life. We all do different things in our life. Some sing, some preach, some teach, some are deacons, some Sunday school teachers, other different things. There's all kinds of different ministrations in the Word of God. But there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one church, and we're going to the same heaven one day after a while. There's not different places. I heard a man tell me this week, he said, I had a guy explain to me one time about how to get to God. He drawed a line on a paper, many lines in different directions, and wrote the word God at top, and wrote, drawed all these lines to this, up to the word God. He said, there's many ways to God. I said, whoa. Come on. He said, there's many. I said, wait just a minute. I like your illustrations, but there's something needs to be put in here. He said, what's that? I said, right under God needs to be Jesus. And there'd be one line from the word Jesus up to God. And all these other lines need to go to Jesus and then to God. There's one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. We're going to God one way, and that's through Jesus. I said, it's through Jesus. He is the only way to heaven. There's no other way that a man can be saved except through and by the Son of God, Jesus. Jesus is the only way. Taste and see that he's good this morning. Yes, there may be many ways to Jesus, but Jesus is the only way. Amen. You may be a denomination up here, one down there, one over here. There's many of those that are coming that way. But we all got to go through Jesus. Amen. I just had to step in on that this week. I was like, man, you about got it right. Let me help you. Let me show you. He's like, well, that's what I really meant. <laughs> and we had a good fellowship, a good talk. I, I know his heart was pure, and, and he didn't mean a thing by it. But long as you believe, I'm going to make a statement this morning. 
there's four things you must believe to be my brother and sister. You mean you got qualifications? You better believe it this morning. You got to believe in the virgin birth, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If you believe those four things and confess those four things, you're my brother and sister, whether you want me or not. Amen. Whether you want me or not, we're brother and sister. Well, if they're not Baptist, I don't think we should have anything to do with them. That's the problem. The Bible says to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. What's that mean? That means to get hungry and thirsty after the Word of God. And get in there and find out what thus saith the word of God. And I promise you when you stand on the truth, you won't have as many friends as you think you have. Because they don't like the truth. Everybody wants to be right. It's awful quiet. We all want to be right and nobody wants to be wrong. Somebody's got to be right and somebody's got to be wrong. The Bible says let God be true and every man a liar. That's what the Bible says. I want to hunger and thirst after the Word of God. In John 6, 35, the Bible says, And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never what? Thirst. I want to see here in 2020, Vickers Chapel get hungrier than they've ever been. I want to see them get hungry for the Word of God. That we make the Word of God our first priority like we always have been. But I want to push it forward. I want it to be right up front that we're seeking the will of God through the Word of God. We're hungry and we're thirsty after winning souls for the Lord Jesus Christ. I could care less about building a big congregation, but as long as we can see people getting saved, that's what we're all about this morning is leading them to the Lord. Being hungry and thirsty this morning. Luke 6, 21, the Bible says, Blessed are they that hunger. Blessed are they that hunger now. For you, ye, we, all of us, shall be filled. Blessed are they that weep. For there will be a time when they'll laugh. Those that get hungry. God has a time and a place for everything. No matter what you've been through this week, if you have sought the Lord, you've been thirsty in that and hungry in that, and the Lord has fed you and helped you this week. And he can do the same now. Listen to what Jeremiah said, verse 3, 15. He said, I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Ain't you, that, ain't you glad that God has done that ain't you glad that God gives us good preachers that'll preach the word of God and stand on the word of God and stand on what thus saith the word of God it's feeding our souls I came this morning hungry for the Lord thirsty for the Lord I wanted a taste of the Lord I needed something from the Lord this morning I'm glad my soul has been fed my soul has been uplifted I'm glad for what God is doing John 6 51 he said I am the living bread I'm glad he's alive in my life I don't serve a dead God I don't serve a dead God. My God's alive 
alive forevermore. He's the living bread which cometh down from heaven. If any man eat of bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which I will give for my life and for the world. He has given his life for this church. Y'all realize that? Every single one of you in this building today, God has given the best that heaven could offer so you could be here today. All these that are watching by way of internet and things of like that, God did it all just for them and just for you and just for me. What do we need to do? We need to be hungry and thirsty after God. I can't wait on somebody else to do it. I can't wait for Brother Dennis to do my job. He's got his own job to do. He's got his own relationship with the Lord. I've got my own relationship with the Lord. We've got to work together, though. All of us have got to work together and get hungry together, and we'll all get fed together. We've worshiped here today, lift praise to the Lord. How we've done that? We've fed off each other. <clears throat> I love to see people get happy for the Lord. You know what it does? Their cup runs over, and I'm right underneath it trying to get me some. <laughs> Why? Because I'm thirsty this morning. I want what's flowing off of them, how the Holy Spirit's moving on them. Lord, give me some of that. Do it one more time, Lord. Here I am. Did you come that way this morning? Lord, here I am. I'm thirsty. I'm hungry. He's looking for those that are wavered. He's looking for those that are hungry. And he wants to bless you this morning. I've talked about it and talked about it, about the joys of the Lord and being thirsty for the Lord. He's, he's got a drink for you this morning. You say, well, that's just a natural bottle of water. But the Lord is offering you a drink. He said, I want to give you a drink this morning. I want to feed you this morning like you've never been fed. How long has it been since you've had that alone time with the Lord? And God's word has come alive to you and spoke to you. In my closing, here number three, Jesus says, come and dine. Come and dine. He's prepared a place for you and I. I wish we had a picture of it. I, I never thought about it until now, but they, they painted a picture of a, an invitation, a supper where the supper table goes plumb out of sight and it's set and ready. And through spiritual eyes, we can see that today, that that table is ready. Someday we're going to the marriage supper of the Lamb and we're going to be there with the Lord himself. He's going to gird himself. That's what the Bible says. And he's going to serve each one of us. And I'm thinking, Lord, I, I need to be serving you. And he says, that's why you're there now. You need to serve me now. But when we get there someday, we're going to sit down at the master's table. And we're going to be waiting for the master to come around. And it's going to be set before us. And he's going to come around and set the table out and feed us and gird himself. And it'll be like a meal you never eat before in your life. But until that day comes, he's sending us pastors and preachers to preach us the word of God and to feed us little nuggets from heaven. And you can be fed this morning. Your thirst can be quenched this morning if you'll give it 
to the Lord. The Bible says, come and dine. Revelations 3.20, he said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man would open up the door, hear my voice and open up the door, I'll come into him and sup with him. What's that mean? I'll have supper with you. <laughs> we'll sit down and have supper together. And I'll feed you like you've never been fed for in your life. The devil, all he ever done was took from me, starved me, and made me homeless. But ever since I've been with the Lord and walked with the Lord, he's fed me. He's clothed me. He's took care of me. He spoilt me. And I'm one of his spoilt children. Amen. And I'm so spoilt that I just like to raise my hand and say, my daddy takes care of me. <laughs> I'm part of the master's table. Amen. I'm the king's kid. I'm a spoilt kid. And I'm glad of it. Praise the Lord. Because I've sought him with my whole heart. His praise will continually. Be in my mouth. Let us stand with our heads bowed and our eyes closed.